Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. I see you 
Hello, good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. This is season 19 of Red Barn Radio, and tonight we welcome you to show number 743. Our staff and our guests so appreciate that you continue to visit the Red Barn Radio YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch channels to enjoy our Wednesday live streams. And this week we bring to Red Barn Forest and Photons. Forest and the Photons emerged in 2012 as a solo project conceived by Nick Forest Hill, whose middle name serves as his pseudonym, who eventually decided the more the mightier and recruited several other talented like minded players, Scott Boyce on drums, Andrew Critchlow on guitar, and most recently Jalen Lake Noel on bass and harmony vocals to come along with him. Their music has a great urban energy to it. Welcome from Louisville, Kentucky, Forest and the Photons to the Red Barn stage. So forgive me 
WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Anchored in keyboard and the strong central vocal of Nick Hill, earlier Forrest and the Photons recordings, according to the Easy and Glide, are reminiscent of works by Tori Amos, Dead Can Dance, or even Elton John at times. What I enjoy about this band is that rather than funneling their focus to a particular sound jar, what they do becomes at once more expansive and also bold with each new recording. Forests and Photons are here to stretch your notions of the music called Southern. Get ready for a great show. We got Forests and the Photons on the Red Barn stage. Dream was good to show 
but the sweet reality will blow your mind. What are we feeling? Oh no, nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Are we Welcome to Red Barn Radio, the program that's been bringing you some of the best music you never heard. We are so glad you're here with us, and we're glad to have 
tonight with us for us in the photons. I'm going to take a minute to be Captain uh, Obvious here and reiterate that not all Kentucky music, not all Southern music features a banjo or fiddle or a yodel or a song narrative tied to Appalachian mountains, soundscapes in this state and all over the world are evolving at light speed. And you know, for many years, Red Barn Radio anchored its offerings in common conceptions of Southern and Americana music. And then something happened, you know, vast numbers of young and up and coming artists, young players from here and all over the country started contacting us to tell us, you know, how much they love our program and how much they also want to share the Southern thing that they do. Forrest and the Photons, our guests tonight, are such a group of young artists, and we're really glad you guys are here with us tonight. It's wonderful to hear your sound. You founded this operation, right? Yes. Tell us how it came to be. Well, it all started, I guess, on a Casio keyboard. I have the picture of me getting it, actually, from Walgreens, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I couldn't play guitar. I tried out the keys, and I was all right at that, and I used to run it through all kinds of pedals and stuff. And uh, How long ago did you start experimenting with that kind of stuff? Um, I was real young. I don't actually remember what age I was. <laughs> uh, I think like probably like 12 or 13 or something. Huh. Yeah. I originally was just an instrumentalist. Composition kind of comes first for me most of the time. Like I usually write a melody first. Uh, lyrics didn't come until way later, and I was actually terrified to sing in front of human beings. Not now. Uh, not as much now, no. Yeah. <laughs>
Talk us through some of the, the environment that you grew up in that, that sort of cultivated this sort of musical freedom that you have. I probably attribute a lot of that to my artist's parents. They exposed me to a lot of crazy music. Like what kind of things? You mentioned Tori oh, Amos. Oh, oh yeah. Can dance. Uh-huh. That was a lot of that. Sigaros. Uh, oh, nice. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Ooh. Uh, kind of pretty eclectic stuff. You were hearing that stuff already, so in your early teens? Yeah, well, well before that. Um, <laughs> or I kind of lived in a bubble, yeah. They were listening to, like, indie bands, I guess, Yeah. when I was a young, young, youngin'. They were listening to, like, uh, Flaming Lips, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, my cousin was in a band called Cabin. That was probably a pretty big influence on me. What was uh, Cabin like? They were kind of spooky, ethereal, and poppy. Huh. I'm sorry, Noah, if... Uh, that offends you, <laughs> but that's, that's the closest I can get to a description. Uh, they were really good. They were also a little progressive. I don't know if they won't want that label, though. Thoughts keep on coming. I cannot get them today. They go.
Did your parents take you out to hear live music when you were a little kid? Yeah. We went to see Cabin. Uh, I think my first concert was like Coldplay or something. Did you have training on the keyboard uh, at an early age? Did your parents say it's time for you to take piano lessons and here's nah. your teacher and practice hard? They taught me guitar stuff. My mom taught me like finger picking, that kind of stuff. Uh -huh. And dad taught me just chords and like Led Zeppelin songs. <laughs> no, I didn't really have any keyboard training. In fact, I went to a class and they said, you're doing this all wrong. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> I probably should. I never really did much training. Huh. It's a matter of time Before your eyes catch up with your So back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style.
did you think already in your mid-teens that you might take this on as a full-time job? For instance, did your parents ever think that you might be well-suited to go to music school? They never actually mentioned music school, no. They did say I should do soundtracks a lot. They were always telling me to do movie soundtracks. Dad was always telling me to do movie soundtracks. He was like, that would fit perfect in Lord of the Rings or something. Already, though, at an early age, you were creating sort of your own sort of soundscapes and coming up with different ideas. Oh, yeah. Were those ideas, I mean, you told us about sort of some of the, the bands that maybe you listened to growing up and whatnot, but the ideas that you'd come up with in, in some of this keyboard stuff and some of the, the things that you would do, the textures that you'd create and whatnot, um, where was that all coming from? I don't know. I would say probably like maybe Vangelis, or I don't I'm probably butchering his name. Vangelis or Vangeli or however you say yeah. it. The, the, the yeah. guy who like made like new agey kind of synth stuff. I was pretty into him. I did like movie soundtracks. I was really into the Apollo 13 movie soundtrack. I really liked that one. Like the Annie Lennox uh, vocal part was cool to me. Uh huh. I like Jurassic Park, the quiet piano parts. <laughs> so your parents were right, is that? Yeah, no, I love that were, stuff. Yeah, that you were really tuned into that at an early age. Did yeah. they buy you soundtracks? I think so. Yeah. Well, I think they already had them because Dad listened to soundtracks all the time. He listened. He was really into Conan the Barbarian soundtrack, the Basil <laughs> Polidaris soundtrack. <laughs> it's great. Uh,
And actually, it might all turn out right. It might just turn out fine. And I'm thinking big, bigger than me. With my constellation as My bandmates probably want to murder me um, because I send so many ideas. The main problem with all the stuff that he sends, which I probably get like one new idea on Facebook Messenger at like 1 a.m. once a week. He's like, hey, man, check this out. Uh, but they're all good. That's the big problem is everything that he's come up with that he sent our way is like, this is something or will be something. That's kind of a nice problem. Yeah. You come from a family of visual artists, your parents, right? And so what's the role of video and what you put out there? I have been making videos since I was very young, just to accompany the music, though, mostly. Uh, like sort of visual, abstract visual stuff. And then we did some pretty elaborate music videos for uh, the Infinite Indigo record. The Here's Some Moonlight for Your Day video. We nerded out and put three astronaut costumes on and went to space. I've been doing video stuff for a while. I wouldn't say I'm like a pro at it. Managed to do it enough to make videos for the music. I'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah. I sort of fell out of love with music videos specifically just because I feel like they impose too much mm. uh, visual on the listener. Yes. I'd, I'd almost assume, just assume they came up with a visual of their own in their mind. But it's a good promotional tool so <laughs> it gives like a blog or something something to write about other than like a soundcloud <laughs> link so sometimes they want like a video and i don't like begrudgingly make them like they're fun they're super yeah. fun to make i think it will evolve but i'm not sure in what way yet
Like Noel is up here playing bass and singing harmony. And tell us about you and your musical training. Maybe might not know it just from how I've been performing, but I'm actually primarily a jazz musician. I'm a jazz bassist. My kind of main instrument is upright, but I also, you know, I'm able to kind of fiddle around, I guess, on the on the electric. I got my start musically. Uh, quite early, I actually started out playing uh, acoustic guitar, classical music. Ah. Um, I started when I was about seven years old. Uh, my parents, your parents my who parents are here are in the here house, in house, um, they're really supportive and like uh, we just had all kinds of music in the house. Like as I was growing up, and I remember particularly after a first grade choir concert that I had. I, uh, you know, was talking to my parents and I was like, I really want a guitar. I want a guitar. And so like after that concert, my dad like took me to Guitar Center, bought me a guitar. And I remember coming home with it. And I was like, look, mom, it's a guitar. And she thought he was going to get me like a toy guitar, but it was like a real one. <laughs> um, so she was like excited, I think, but she was also like, I'm not going to have you just like spangalanging on this thing. So she's <laughs> like, you, you got to get some, some lessons going. And I did that for about a year. I got pretty good with the guitar. So after about a year, I, I grew up in central Ohio where I was taking my lessons at, um, my teacher, he ran a lot of different bands on the side. In one of the groups, he needed a bass player. So he was like, let me teach you this real quick so you can do this. <laughs> I need another bass player. And I was like, okay. And so like, I did that and I like, was like, well, this, this instrument seems more me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit shy, a little bit more reserved. I didn't, I don't really like, you know, being center stage. This whole experience has been, you know. You are indeed center <laughs> yeah. stage right now, uh, <laughs> like it or not, Jay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been, it's been interesting with this group, but I enjoy, you know, putting on a more supportive role and trying to play in a way that both, you know, showcases my talent, but also enhances the talent of whoever I happen to be playing with. And the bass just kind of became my instrument of choice. So I've been playing bass for about 14 or 15 years. Oh, now. wow. Can 
what do you find particularly challenging and interesting about what you do with the photons? Oh, it's really liberating because I get to do, you know, soundscapes and worry about texture instead of, you know, playing a ripping solo, you know, or yeah. <laughs> something like that, or playing a Leonard Skinner cover, which that's still fun, but this, is a, this has been a very unique opportunity for me, for sure. If you were to think about the kinds of music that you want to pursue over time, would your answer be lots of different things simultaneously, or do you feel yourself at this point in your life moving in a particular direction? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I try to play something new every day. I'll either play... I don't know, play along with a Metallica record or a John Coltrane record, whatever, you know, yeah. I, I feel like playing along with is what I'll do. So I'm, I'm open to anything, but I really love playing with these people. I mean, yeah, so I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> and then uh, we have also back uh, here this Scott Boyce. And Scott, your role as a drummer in this ensemble is huge. <laughs> it doesn't look like the kind of thing that, you, that just any drummer could do. Maybe. There's like one or two people where I would trust them to hold it down. Most of it, I'm not trying to have a dig at Nick here or my playing or anything like that. The songs make sense, what I do, which I'm just doing a lot. When he hit me up back in, what, 2014, he sent me that fateful, hey, man. <laughs> we, went back at, we went back through our messages and found it because we were, we were betting whether or not that was the first thing he said to me. <laughs> That's what we say to each other every day. Now, have you been working mm. with Nick for years then, for a long time? Yeah, since 2014. Um, that was when we first started together. Different lineup back then, but uh, I've made it through all the changes. It's nice. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but he, he asked me specifically, like, only toms, barely anything else. Uh, so that's what I've stuck to for a lot of it. Yeah, on the first couple of records, you can hear him just like, it's mostly toms, which yeah. is something, I don't know why I wanted that. Out of some sort of frequency thing or something, it's just like it, the piano stuff didn't get lost, which happens a lot with drums for some reason. Yeah, I don't too know. much high end from the cymbals and stuff will kind of muddy up the waters if, yeah. if you're not careful. We sound good up here, though.
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. So many people to thank for our program tonight. First, Forrest and Photons, our guests this evening. And then there's our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully and really typically flawlessly. That's a couple of adverbs in a row each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, folks, welcome back, Forrest and the Photons, to the Red Barn stage for one more number.
need to pray. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.